Welcome back to the Crooked Spine Show. This being June 2021, we're now starting our summer with kids looking to go back to school in the fall, with people going back to work and doing the drive to work, which some people are like, ugh, this is not a lot of fun, and also still working from home, so we're sitting much, much more overall as our normal lifestyle, not just during this pandemic that we're getting out of right now. So overall, as we sit more, we're still seeing problems in our office. People are suffering from a lot of neck pain, headaches, upper back pain. And when it becomes long-term, it can cause you to feel more stressed, even cause anxiety, even cause long-term depression and moodiness. Can we get the body loose and strong over time with worrying about our overall posture, worrying about how to make your muscles looser and more flexible, and then stronger to hold that to endure to build endurance in the shoulders, neck, and upper back to handle a four, six, seven, eight hour, even a 10 hour shift over time. In this talk, we walk through the overall exercise, how to get there, how to get things looser, stronger, how to check your posture. So if you can't even watch the video of this podcast, which you'll see links in the, in the show notes too, at that point, see if you can find the overall checklist for you and check your posture when you're sitting and or standing to make your body better. When you have good posture, muscles and joints can relax more, your overall body from then can get stronger, again, to have the endurance to last the full day, then still come home with a smile on your face, my friends. All right, so again, the show notes has the highlights of the overall video, the podcast itself, along with the show notes, the highlights of each specific exercise go to there too, and also other things we talk about during the workshop. Also enjoy the show, enjoy your week, have better posture, sit better, and I'll see you next week. Today's talk is about neck pain, how do we fix neck pain? What can associate with neck pain? Headaches, arm pain, arm numbness, arm weakness, anything like that. Even shoulder pain back here, okay? Or even eye pressure also, some people get that. Nausea, uh, migraines, combination of those. Some people feel like they're being choked. Those neck muscles come from the back, they come in the front, it's called the SEM muscle, control that area. What do I usually talk about if you've been here before any of my talks? What's the first thing I usually worry about when someone has neck pain? What's the first thing we normally do? Anybody? Visual back. Back? What else do you talk about normally? What's the first thing I usually check on people? Stroke. Sometimes you would think stroke, even especially with men, would be left arm, left chest. Women, right arm, right chest, right? Okay? If I, once that's been ruled out a cardiology issue or medical issue, the first thing we usually talk about is how's your overall posture. Okay, posture, if somebody is not is a chronic pain, exactly, most people do this, like, I feel great, right? Okay, the biggest thing is, how do we look at posture as an issue to where, is something a problem to where it can't get better on its own? If I see someone, they have chronic pain for me, it's been four or five days, sometimes weeks or months, where it's not getting better with medications, with, uh, with icing, with stretching, with even physical therapy, or even exercise. Okay, give me one second. Let me plug in one more thing and we'll be on complete sound here. Now I have all the lights on, yes. Okay, so before we talked about, I think last one was back, back pain, whatever it was too. Same thing, always posture first. Talk about posture, sitting posture is what people mostly fault because we sit here initially, right? And also go from here to here to here to here. Okay, and a period of going, I don't know why my neck hurts, why my shoulders hurt. Why my, why my arm goes numb or weak? Why do I have headaches to my forehead behind my eye? Okay, so again, it's from here to here to here. Side view, same thing. And the side, 
where I'm going from here, shoulders back, ears, seam of my arm or my shoulder, from one to my shirt, head back, shoulders back here, where my back looks somewhat straight, correct? Right? Okay? Now we go from here to here to here to here, leaning forward where our head goes in front of our body, our shoulders so we don't fall forward, they'll naturally come up and they'll roll forward, so your shoulders roll forward and your back starts to hunch. Okay, so when someone has this, I go, do you think you have a posture problem? They go, no, I feel great. <laughs> you know, because they, they've been, realized they've been this way for probably anywhere from three to four months, sometimes years, and they felt great there. So they didn't have a problem. There was no condition they felt as being an issue. So what we do is go, okay, if that feels good to you, let's try something. Okay, what I have them do is go against the wall here in my office or wherever I am on the road, Route 66 or something, I don't know, stop people on the road. So I go here, put your heels against the wall, hips, shoulders, and head. How does that feel to you? There you go, it feels like I'm leaning backwards. Okay, because realize, makes sense, right? If I'm naturally here hunching forward, I'm going to go from here, this is, my, this is my mind straight, I'm going from here to here, I go, I'm leaning backwards. I'm going too far back. Because you've had to transition, you're relatively changing your body's position. Okay? So my job is, that doesn't feel right, you come on front. I save your seat right in front for you. Or over here, it's up to you, wherever you want to sit. Just don't fall asleep this time. Don't fall asleep this time. It makes me look bad if you fall asleep. I scoot all over this, as you can see behind you, just scoot all over, scoot this way. Let's that like this. They're, they're perfect. I don't want to block people's view. Okay. So if I'm if I'm here and I go back and like I feel like what people usually say is like I feel this muscle's tight there. I feel my head's going too far back. I feel like my lower back is being pushed too far forward. Okay. Does that make sense? Exactly. Right. If my back is naturally when I'm punching forward, my lower back naturally becomes straight. Change change that transition in my body. Now it feels from here to here, because I'm going forward because I was, I felt good before. Okay, so look for all these signs and go, how do I change that? Okay, we talk about neck pain. Once you go from posture, what's going on? I go, where does it hurt for neck pain? Because neck is a combination thing. People think it's different things. I should tell people, neck is right here, okay, in the back of your head. The problem is that muscle in the back of the head there, right here so I can see myself, here, that neck muscle extends out to the shoulder, down your back, down even further, if I can stretch myself out, and also runs to the front of the neck to your sternum to your, to your clavicle, okay, even past your shoulder in the front too. All these muscles control your head from falling one way or the other. Realize the neck muscles itself, those are postural muscles, okay? What does that mean? They move unconditionally of, of your thought. So even though I'm here and I go, hey, what's going on over there? I do this. I'm not telling this muscle to relax, this muscle to stretch. It does it on its own. Problems when you have neck pain or a neck injury, such as a car accident, and we start feeling everything. Okay? Those are always moving to hold your head up to handle the load of your overall head. Any questions about that? So someone says, I'm going to work my neck muscles today, which is an odd, odd thing to say, right? Okay? They're telling me they're working these muscles here. If you work those muscles, that's when you're making your neck stiff and where it can't move on its own. 
it needs a natural flow, natural motion, not only for nerve flow to, from your brain to your body, but also blood flow too. It needs both. So you want to keep these muscles relaxed. You want to make these muscles, if possible, weaker or stronger based on your position. If my neck is naturally back here, okay, but my head has good posture sitting, at that point, these muscles here should be tight and strong. And those muscles extend, again, the upper trap muscle from the, uh, the point of your shoulder to about C2, C3, the base of your, of your head, your occiput back here, and also these muscles back here. The shoulder muscles in the back of your shoulder, post your delt, should be nice and strong and relaxed back here too. This happens when your neck curve, your neck position, is relaxed coming backwards. Okay, does that make sense? Your structure dictates where your muscles are going to go. My neck is naturally forward this way, my structure, my neck spine, at that point if it's forward, the muscles are going to have to pull harder and going to have to tighten up the neck, then you're going to cause problems in neuropathy down the arms, more neck pain overall, and a bad cycle of stuff. My job is to make sure your neck muscles relax along with your neck spine so it naturally sits like it should, sitting backwards behind your body, natural curve coming backwards, so your head sits back over your shoulders, so it's nice and balanced. The more the head comes forward, the more these muscles have to tighten up in the front of the neck, it's called the SCM muscles, to hold your head from wanting to fall even more forward. What happens when you become tighter? Become more stiff. Become more stiff, less motion. Less motion? What happens when you have less motion in a joint? You think? Muscle becomes stronger or weaker? Yes. I like the 99% said weaker. Someone said stronger. I think it was that guy over there. Okay. But you want to keep it weak. You want to keep them strong by having normal motion. You have seven joints in your neck, almost if you count the occiput. Those joints move freely. They move freely back here when your head's back where it should be. When it comes forward, the bones want to lock, losing the motion and causing weak muscles. Weak muscles in the neck correlate with tight shoulder and painful muscles down here because now these muscles here, a leverage system has to hold the head back now. It's working too hard. Okay. The first thing I want people to do and they understand that is make these muscles looser on the actual shoulder, the upper trap muscle itself. Okay, the connection from your shoulder, point of your shoulder to, to the base of your skull. Okay, you want to do that by bringing, in, in this sense, because right now I'm facing you guys on my left hand side, bring my right hand behind my left ear, left ear, right hand, right, left ear. Okay, and then from there, turn your head to your left shoulder, and then letting the weight of your arm pull your head toward your body. Okay, Any, anyone feel that? Okay, so want the weight of your arm to let your head come toward your body so it comes down toward your body. Get that muscle to stretch. It's a rotation with natural flexion coming forward. Any questions about that? This is harder than a new position for sex. Um, we'll, we'll, I'm going to cut that out later. Sorry about that. Okay, so here, switch sides too. Other side. Okay, let's do this. Left hand now behind your right ear. Let your head naturally turn to your right shoulder. Now, let the weight of your arm again pull down toward your body. Does that, that should feel tight, maybe sore, but not painful. Okay, when you stretch, stretching should feel tight and sore, but not painful. If it's painful, then it makes muscle guard tight, makes your body worse. 
You're almost causing more problems in your body by causing painful stretch, okay? When I tell my patients, hold between 30 to seconds to a minute, that's enough time, 30 seconds to a minute, to make ligaments in your spine stretch along with the muscle so everything's being relaxed and stretched, and over time, more motion. Okay, any questions about that? Going back, we want more motion, that means things stay strong and don't become weak, okay? After I've done that one to make these muscles looser, what happens is now we want the head over time. Someone says they're, they're sore, but they're not in pain anymore. Okay, it's sore, but it's, and it's tight, but not sharp pain. Okay, people come in, I, I had a lady come in last week, she was at about a nine out of 10. Okay, nine, 10 neck pain, arm pain down, down her left arm, okay, from a car accident, even headaches too. And once you got down to where now she feels maybe a four or five, but it feels stiff and tight, now we want to do more neck stretching itself. We want that neck to fall backwards again, behind your body, and cause a natural stretch. Okay, I'm going to pull out my yoga mat here and show you my neck pillow stretch that I have in my video series. I put all my, what I do is put a lot of exercise on YouTube. And what I'll do is if you want my email to get this video later, I'm going to, I'm going to put the link to our, our video or posture exercise on that we have on YouTube too. Okay, so here, I have people do on my tables. So this is not my tables, my mats, obviously. Okay, is I have them do is take a bath towel or I have a half roll of my office. This right here. And what I do is at home is have them wrap up a towel, wrap up a towel, and put that at the base of your shoulders here. So that when your head falls back over that. So just to demonstrate on my beach towel today. That's all I had. Here, I'm going to lie down and put that on my shoulders. So here, my head starts to fall back behind my body to make my overall head relax over that bath towel. By relaxing versus having to flex the muscle, allows the ligaments to stretch even more, get the head to fall back more. Okay, so what people do is have them do is come down first. See how that feels. Sometimes I'll support the back of their head so they sometimes can't go back that far. That feels good coming all the way down. They go from here. Okay, now I want to just have your hands just start for 30 seconds with just your arms at over across your body at your sides. Then bring those arms overhead. Okay, let them relax over here. Why do you think that's important? 30, no, 30 seconds to a minute. It makes the body now stretch the mid back to go from just here to here, so the whole upper body is being stretched backwards too. Allows the whole neck and upper back to become easier to stretch over time. People say that sometimes they'll feel a stretch at the base, at their brow line, or at their lower ribs, because their whole body is doing this, everything's tightened up in that area. By doing this stretch, allows the whole body to come backwards, those muscles to, again to stretch, Ligament stretch, more motion, more relaxed muscle, better posture, better position. Okay. Wait, while, while you're there, I'm trying to learn how to sleep on my back and, and on a reasonably firm mattress with pillows under my knees. Mm -hmm. And that back neck thing is the hardest yeah. thing. To, we talked about a couple of times, and it kind of is a controversy too. To take a side note, we're sleeping is if you're going to use a roll or something rolled up for your yeah. neck to support you. You yeah. want to make sure your neck can handle that time. Realize, I just did this, have my patient do it too, for maybe 30 seconds to a minute. 
not very long. If you're going to sleep this way, you don't have a good neck posture or structure ready, you're going to cause neck problems. So you don't want to do that. I want my, 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 I guess my middle line is, is if you're going to use a pillow to sleep with on your back, sleep your head in the middle of the pillow, the middle pillow, middle of the pillow, so your head, so your neck has some support, but your head supported too. Okay? Make sense, Al? supposed to sleep because we sleep on our sides. If you sleep on your, you can sleep either way you want to sleep. The problem is sleep on your, on your side, which is fine. Again, side note here is I recommend, because most people sleep on their side, right? Yes. They sleep like this, they sleep like this or like this, so now their body curls forward. They go fetal. Okay, when they go fetal, the problem is the back stays stretched out, it doesn't relax. It does your neck and shoulders too. I recommend is putting your top leg behind you so it allows your body to stay relaxed here instead of being going fetal. Your body will stay straighter by having that weight of the upper leg behind the knee of the other leg. So now the gravity keeps your body from wanting to curl forward. That's my quick tip on that. On the back is just coming back here. Support either medium weight pillow in the middle of the, middle of the pillow with your head. The legs up or down are comfy. If you have a back, bad back problem, the problem is the pillow feels good because it makes your back feel straight, like a hunch over position, versus being curved naturally like it should be here. Stomach so is- You want to feel a little support on your neck. Exactly, that's what you want the weight the most. You probably want 40% here on your shoulders and 6% and on your head. Want that, want that variation. And I was gonna say a second ago, if my body's like this naturally, I'm hunching forward, and I try to sleep like this, this feels good to me. My body's hunching forward, my, my knees up. My legs down, the problem is now my back has to curve more. Now it feels like it's being stretched out beyond what it's used to. Okay, so I want to make sure if someone tells me this doesn't feel good to them, I'll support them initially, I'll support their knees. We're talking about wanting them to feel better here. I'll give things for their back to actually that back to stretch itself out. Well, I also use a little, little bit smaller than my back and yeah. pillow under my knees. It's not a, it's and not. the final question. Yes. Is my wife got a bed mattress that can be tipped up a little bit? Yeah, that's fine. I like that. Yeah, good, good for you. <laughs> but the thing is with, with those, those are great because it, they conform to your body. The problem is if you start conforming to your body, your body's like this all the time, then you're, then you're just adjusting your environment, which they scientifically call your environment, to your, your, to your posture. It's poor posture, you're gonna have a poor posture to maintain it. I just try to get real comfortable so I can fall asleep properly. Yeah, that's, that's the thing is, you wanna be able to comfortable, you wanna be comfortable where it's comfortable all the time. So something I took, good question, good, uh, good transition, is if you're comfortable all the time but you have pain, my job is to make you uncomfortable by these stretches so your body gets better so you don't have pain. That make sense? Sometimes exercising will be uncomfortable to make your body in the long run a better standard, again, a better posture, to make your body want to stay there so the pain goes away, then you can get stronger. Okay, that's the plan. Once you start getting stronger, then your body becomes, can tolerate more stress, maybe driving, sitting, whatever it might be, and not feel worn out fatigued. Okay, the problem is, if these muscles and joints stay here all the time, now there's no motion again, muscles weaker, less oxygen. Where does that affect? Your brain. So, so it's realized it's not just position and motion, it's how your whole body's being affected. 
when you feel that, and you feel that tightness and soreness and hunched over posture, then you don't sleep very well. Okay? Then you have less energy when you do sleep. Throughout the day, your energy becomes less and less and less. What we do is sometimes we'll adjust our environment, like you'd said, and get a different bed or a couch, whatever it is, to make your body feel better. I want to feel comfortable so you get stronger and better here. Again, better posture. So we stay here and we stay here to make this feel better for a longer period of time. And this is the next thing too. Our posture sitting has to change a little bit. This may, may seem good or bad to you, if you can see this or not. Is here, I have people do, some people like ask, how do you normally sit? They go like this, okay? Natural posture here, natural here, right? Feet forward, even in some companies, they'll give you a stool for your feet underneath your desk, so your feet can go there, and even a lower, for example, armrest, just so you're here. Even head support back here too. Problem is, again, you're conforming to what your body feels good versus what's good for your body. I want that lower back more curved, upper back straighter, and the head coming back. What happens is when your legs are forward, your knees sometimes are level with your hips, or sometimes even go higher than your hips, like in a car. What happens when you get that, when the hip, knees are higher than the hips, now your back has to stay hunched to feel okay. There's not enough room for your hips to clear, so now, now your back stays hunched going forward. What people do is put their legs either underneath their chair or on the side of their chair, so now their knees can actually go underneath, under, uh, below their hips. Even moving on the first third of the chair too, allows them to drop the knee even more, so now the back can actually clear to have more of a natural, relaxed curve. When you do that, is that really gonna fall forward? Yes. So what your body does is a counterbalance, gets these muscles in your lower back to fire to hold you up here. Okay? You want to feel like you're leaning back because you're counterbalancing your weight going forward. Use your own body's natural center of gravity to support you, to benefit you. Not make your body more relaxed, but to make your body stronger. It's hard in the car to understand. You're at a desk all day, whatever you're doing, can you stay back here with your knees below your hips? your body stays up here instead of where you're going, you're hunching forward. Any questions about that? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Ma'am, not, not sir, ma'am. I got a quick, a quick question. So yes. I've been told that when, when we walk, we should look up, look at the horizon, and that keeps our, our posture up. Is that true? When walking anywhere, should we always be looking up? Good. But then we don't see what we're going to fall with. Yeah, that's called, <laughs> called a liability. That's called a rising risk. Okay. So, and here, here's how, and going from sitting to a standing posture too, here's, here's my, my quick tip for that. I want your head up here, yes, but I want looking down over your nose, here, looking this way, instead of at the horizon. Okay, does that make sense? And you if you have good periphery, at that point, you should be able to look about 45 degrees down or up. At that point, with your head up, looking down over your nose, allows you to actually see what's in front of you. Jack, do you care when you're walking on the sidewalk, scared up, you've got to really glance down. That's yeah. nothing wrong with that, nothing wrong with that. Okay, and also too, walking posture too, same thing like sitting, you want the weight behind you here. So what people do is after, after they've gone on the wall and checked their posture first here, to, to walk and move, to exercise, I want them to, like especially on Euclid, upper parts of Euclid, I see people when I come to work every day like this, 
Okay, they're walking on you like this. Problem is you're reinforcing this posture. I want them to get back here, right, against the wall. Against what have to do is when they're standing, is put their weight on their heels. So again, like sitting, it makes them force to, to stand up straight. By doing this, I'm talking to go too. By leaning back, these muscles, your rectus spinae muscles, lower back, rectus spinae, what they'll do is lock up and tighten up. They'll pull you by causing the pinch up here when you lean back more. It takes time to adjust your posture wherever you are. The weight on your heels allows you to feel that better position over time so these don't get sore because they're strong. But walking this way allows your back muscles to get stronger so you stay here and then from here when you move this way, help your brain to suicide your normal posture to change your, to your, your brain's position of space. Then when you sit, allows you to stay back there the whole time. That magic trick? That was quick. Okay? But you have to give yourself time to adjust your brain's posture to a better standard posture, to a better, better sitting posture. It takes two to three weeks. It's not easy. It feels uncomfortable and weird. I want you to feel comfortable and weird. That's the plan. Patience. Okay. Another thing, another thing, too, is your feet. When you stand, when you get, when you're out here, like, it's like, hey, I'm trying this out. When you stand, are your feet straight or are they coming out? Everyone's different. If your feet are straight, your hips stay open. They stay open to let your back come back further naturally. If your feet are coming out, your toes are pointing outwards, your, your SI joint, your hips will close off so it keeps you locked going forward. Okay, everyone's different. So when you get home or when you're out of here, see if your duck foot or straight feet. That's uh, that's not as common. That's more of a TFL band issue too. That's more of a tight muscle. Okay, that may be hereditary also. Most people have this because they say they're physical labor. They walk a lot too. Because the problem is with your legs. We think we're all balanced, right? Okay, we're not. We're off by maybe three or four degrees. But our quad muscle here is you have one quad muscle. You have your your magnus. Medialis inside muscle, lateralis outside muscle. That's as much anatomy as I've done. Remember, okay? The outside muscle is all supported by a TFL band that supports you along the, G, the piriformis and G medius so you don't pop your hip out when you walk. The problem with that is now you have a separate muscle here. So when you walk a lot, your knee will naturally turn out because that extra muscle is pulling your leg out. Okay, does that make sense? Okay, so you have to focus on it. If my knee is naturally already coming out, Folks, to get that foot forward, make your body go heel to toe, pushing off your toe with that knee coming over the toes. That's a different talk I do too. But you want to make sure when you're walking, that knee goes over the toes, doesn't come out this way. A lot of people do that, but pit and toe is an issue too. But with the toes coming out, you want to make sure those muscles are going to be a little bit evenly balanced. If someone has that issue that people do, it's called a knee exercise. I have them do is do knee extensions where you have them point their toe out and push their leg up. By doing that, it's making the inside knee work harder. Okay, against resistance. So I'll use either a band like this here. Against resistance is the key. Grab here. Have them do is push here with their toes coming out. Want a little more support there. Uh, it's going to work on this one. Okay. Yeah, here it is. Where I come out this way, get the resistance, or like this, 
Because by doing this, it makes the inside muscle work hard. It's called the, the uh, BMO muscle. Fastest mouse, the fastest medallus obliquus here, make that muscle work harder. Make that knee over time get strong. Because sometimes people walk a lot, they have knee pain. As you get their, their foot position, because the position is wrong or off, makes the inside weaker. Getting this inside stronger helps balance out that, that TFL bed on the side. Any questions about that? Well, I, I was watching very carefully here because I noticed that you know you're supposed to walk two feet of feet straight. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. I I watched my wife and she she'll start off this way and swing it around yeah. and she swings it around. Oh, yes. Is that okay? Or it's you can do whatever you want to do. It's a free country. It does different things on your hip. It makes, the thing is, when you do something once, not a big deal, but over time, now your joints and your muscles will adapt to that. So if the joint's meant to be here, right? You start popping your leg out, you start whipping your leg around, now the joint starts wearing out this way, here. It's not meant for that. But you see a lot of people yeah. have knock knees, especially women, because of the high heels that they wear. It's just... That's not stereotype, people. Some men wear high heels, too. <laughs> no, anyhow. The same. But, but okay. I wanted to... I wanted to get back to sleeping. Well, and, and the, well, the goal is make sure that your foot is, your knee's coming over the toes the whole time. And keep your body back to it. Okay. All right? But back to the previous thing, I want to get back to bed. Uh, it, that I can get myself whipped fairly, so all of the little pain is evenly distributed over every muscle on my back, neck, and shoulder. Yes. So now I want to know, are there any analgesics I can take help if I can't get to sleep. Uh, some people take melatonin for one too. Melatonin. melatonin. And they take that as a way to get their body to go to more of a, more, more of a deep delta sleep. The biggest thing with sleep that I see is your body's under stress because of pain, for example, or tightness. It just stays in a stress state mentally and hormonally so now your body stays there. The goal is to move more, in my sense, move more so you get that body into a more relaxed state based on changing your hormone levels, more, more workout, more exercise. Everybody can sleep better, get a deeper sleep, so you wake up better with more energy. I was Good. hoping you were going to say it would stick. If you want to, it's up to you. <laughs> You're maybe underage, I'm not sure. Okay. So here's the next one. We talked about these being a little bit too tight and sometimes weak, making your body want to hunch forward, correct? Correct? Yes. I want to make sure we're awake. Okay. How do we get this stronger? and this stronger to pull your body back here. Okay, I want the posterior delt stronger, the upper traps more relaxed, so your rhomboids here, the middle of the back, again, here, middle of the back, make that pull in more and down so your body stays here instead of coming forward again. Okay, this is called my three shoulder exercise. So number one is gonna be here, against the door, elbows locked in, coming out with your water bottles first. I use water bottles. They're, they're uh, I think they're a Sam's Club. <laughs> Any water bottle will work. Okay, out, hold, come back in. Out, hold, come back in. This is posterior, we're external rotation for this posterior muscle right there. Okay, we're focusing that right now. Out, hold, and come back in. So now what we're gonna do is focus on getting these shoulders to not only come from here, but also drop backwards also. Reverse that rotation backwards. We're gonna come here, second part. Elbows against the wall, horizontal with your shoulder. Here, now come up, hold, and come back down. 
Okay? Up, hold, rotate those water bottles up above your head. Back down, keep your 90 degree angle with your elbow and your shoulder and body. Okay, up, hold, and relax. Last one. Last it hurts, one. what's wrong? It hurts, you don't have any motion, you're fine. You're good, you're good. Yes, Dan? For how long do you do this? Good, good. Thank you for reminding me. I have people start out with five here, hold, down, and five for each one. Then we go, we go to about 10. Okay, this is more motion and some strength in your body to think where my shoulder should be versus where, where it is right now. Okay, someone said the light switch over there. That's him. All right, last one here, I'm gonna have someone demonstrate out a second too, is then I wanna go from off the wall here, keep our hips on the wall, keep our feet forward, and here, all day long, all day long. Okay, here is now I wanna let our, let our body come forward about 15, 20 degrees. When you do this, now we have our shoulders up here, our water balls below us. We have water balls above us here as reverse fly hold and relax. Okay, now we're going to work with this exercise here, this last part, up hold and relax. Now get all of this back here to pinch together. So here, hold, pinch, and relax. So now the body can stay back here instead of being forward this way. Okay, so I'll have you demonstrate. Come on up. Yes. I get prizes afterwards, too. Yes, but I'm envious of her. Yes. Right there, LP against the wall. Okay, hips and shoulders good. Elbows locked in. Let's go straight out. You can keep those elbows in the whole time. So here, if your elbows, if your hand can't go all the way backwards, that's fine. Elbow second allows you to focus on your back there. Good, there we go. Does that feel okay? You feel back here? More of a stretch here too? Yeah. Perfect. Get, those, get that straighter up. That's actually good right there. That's good right there. You, what happens is that, like you had mentioned too, the anterior dome gets tighter, push dome gets weaker, so that whole area has to stretch and pull. Good luck you're doing. Now elbows up here. There we go. And come straight back. How's that feel? You feel back there again too? Oh yeah, she goes, oh yeah. Woo. It's tough, tough, it's good, okay? Now let's do this. Watch me first. Bring my feet forward. Hips on the wall. I'm going to come back about 10 degrees. Okay, I'm going to come over. Bring the water bottles up. Bring them up in front of you a little bit. There we go. Okay, bring them down. Come on up. And pinch right there. There we go. Feel that? Good. Good. Head up too. There we go. Good. And smile. Yeah, right. fun, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, fun. Well, good. Thank you very much. Thank you. Come back to see. Your shoulders against the wall. So, so you want to do? You want to start with water bottles. The reason I have start gets more motion. Okay, you can go to can blinks if you want to, but it's not about strength. First of all, it's about position, right? I want your body to feel back here. Then we can load some weight when your body's ready. Make it stay there. We have to start and, and call it a some people call it a slide or a bridge. We start with motion first. Actually, this is first, right? Position first, and from their motion and from their strength. Okay, so the next one is going to be here. We lock the elbows, called the wall fly. Lock the elbows again with my my uh, I think Costco or Sam's water bottles. Here, now we're going to do this from here. We're going to come straight out and hold it. But I'm focusing for this one. Hold on this lower portion here. To make now that area really pinch together and then relax. Okay, I'm gonna hold it for about five seconds, 
one, two, three, four, five. Relax. When you do this, you're going to feel in a separate exercise, you're going to feel your whole body kind of lean backwards more. You come here, lean back, hold, one, two, three, four, five, and relax. I'm working the lower rhomboids, too, and left and latimus dorsi also, these side muscles here, make that whole area pull your body forward. Pull your, sorry, pull your body backwards, make your lower body come forward. Right, any questions about that? Good? All right. Yes? How many times have they been? Good. Good. She's my, she's my repetition person. It's five, start with five, and then move up to ten. Once your ten feels good, then go to a heavier weight. I know, but how many times a day can you do that? I would do it probably twice a day to start. Okay? Uh, That's my pain is where feel really bad. So I would do, what I would do is have someone do this first exercise first, yes. or stretching, and then end with the ice pack. I like ice better than heat. Ice brings inflammation down, that you would have the muscle becomes pain and becomes swollen. You want to bring that swelling and inflammation down with the ice pack. Alright? Good question, good question. Next one is how do we, now, now we feel this is getting better, right? Okay, I feel pretty good here. How do I make this muscle, now that it's looser, stronger? What do you think? Break dancing? Like that maybe? I wouldn't, I'd hurt myself probably. Pull a hip. That's don't give all my secrets away. Jeez. Next one I do is called a reverse fly. Okay, same water bottles again, third times in a row. Okay, I'm gonna just put my side sitting down. I'm gonna also lean forward just a little bit like we did a second ago here because I want to work these back muscles back here to make them now that they're here stronger. Okay, come to my sides with the water bottles. Come straight up. Little, and let's say straight up, little elbow bent here, where now, I say that I'm pinching back here, and now I'm working these whole muscles, medial delt, and also tra tra uh, upper traps, make the whole area come up, hold, five seconds, and relax. Hold, five seconds, and relax, either standing. I recommend sitting, because make, make just the upper body kind of focus on that for one, two, up, hold, then relax, making sure all this pinches back here. All right, any questions about that? Again, five seconds, or five times, holding for five seconds to start, and working up to 10. The nice thing is you can do all this watching TV when the commercials are on. Yeah, 20 minutes an hour, that's why I don't watch TV. Too much work. While you're watching yeah. commercials on so TV. That's, that's the reverse slide. Next gonna be like, like this arm before too, is the shrugs. When you do shrugs, what happens is again, same water bottles, again, here, you want to be against the wall flat. Again, we want to promote this posture here, move this better position, keep our body flat against the wall, okay? Want to bring those shoulders straight up, hold, and relax. Up, hold, relax. Again, one, about five seconds. One, one, one hippopotamus. Yeah, two, not too long. Three, four, five, and relax, right? Again, you want all of this stronger. Why do you want it stronger? So you can keep your head back here, sit for a longer period of time and at that point stay here instead of becoming more weak and tight. Alright, any questions at all? Well, you can do it watching a scary show too. You can. You can. I like the comic release. Any questions at all? Anything? Alright. What I'm going to do, like I said before, if you want to fill this one, if you don't get any emails already, I can email you the form for one too. Just to walk through again, you always worry about posture first and then stretching and then strengthening.
So you want to make sure when you walk out of here, you walk out on your heels, your body's up here, and walking heel to toe, so your body stays up looking with your eyes down, down over your nose. All right. Anything else? Yes? Yeah, I just have a quick question, and, and probably nobody will ever want to answer, but I had a friend that had a stroke. Yes. And the day before, um, he had like, a massage. Mm -hmm. And I've had it before. And sometimes when they do the neck thing, you know, they turn it and do different things, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I feel like someone will never know what the answer is, and unfortunately, I had a stroke the next day. Yeah. Okay. So every time when she does that or something, I kind of cringe mm -hmm. because. It could turn something loose, couldn't it? You have chronic sinuses on both sides, and that chronic sinuses. Yeah, chronic arteries. They, and what they'll do is those sinuses control your blood flow to your head. Okay. When they're when your body's under stress or tension, that makes those chronic sinuses kind of hold or vasoconstrict those arteries, so it has less blood up to your head. The problem is to release them too quickly. Now that they vasodilate, now they open up those channels, those canals, those arteries. Now push blood to your head, changing that pressure change. Okay, so that pressure change to your, from your body to your head allows sometimes you'll have a headache, sometimes you'll feel nauseous for one, two, for a short period of time until that equals itself out. A stroke, it's kind of hard to do, hard to predict for one, two. Yeah. But there is possible. You want to make sure if someone has those issues, you want to take an X-ray or ultrasound is probably even better to make sure the arteries are not calcified. When arteries are not calcified they lose their elasticity. So the movement side to side or even pressure on those chronic sinuses allows them to become more brittle, to brittle and become tear, torn, or tear. At that point, it's easier for them to tear. So you want to make sure if you have problems like that or you think you might, check with your doctor, do an ultrasound of your neck arteries, your chronic sinuses, and also your, 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 your chronic arteries to make sure there's nothing calcified in that area. Right. But a normal massage, well, like I said, nobody will ever it's, it's hard because a stroke is a spontaneous event. So it, you can't say yes or no, but if you, have, if you know your type, I have a lady, Dolores. She is, how old is she now? I want to say 90, no, I'm sorry, 87, 88. She had one done, and now she has the other one done about a month ago, so I don't even touch her neck. Because she knew she had problems with her arteries before. So you, have, you have to kind of know your history, and a massage, like chiropractic, you have to be able to know your physical, you have to be able to know your own body's history. If you're unsure, go get checked. Don't waste any time. A stroke, a heart attack happens because of other issues going on. Read your signs. I have people come to my office that have cardiac rhythm problems. I tell them, have you seen a cardiologist? Yes. Great, I can treat you. If you have it, go see your cardiologist first, and I can treat you based on knowing that the medical problem is not an issue. You want to make sure. That's your question? Kind of yeah, vaguely? But you know if you're healthy, like they always say, I am. I'm healthy. They don't need to tell you have a problem. Mm -hmm. you, know, you don't have tests done or they won't do them. Yes. Because you're a healthy person, you have no signs. Yes. Until I have my sign, and it could be too late. I mean, like heart problems were in our family, late 50s and 60s. My sister already had her heart attack or she yeah. was a smoker. But then they look, oh, you've never smoked, you're healthy. But all my other relatives just dropped dead. You know, so it's like, I mean, doctors won't do a lot of stuff because you don't have any signs. Sometimes the signs, you know, when you You know the trick of that is? The trick with your doctor in your a doctor's office is give them the right wording to do the right testing. Well, yeah, I know how, yeah, I know what you mean. Or uh -huh. they can prescribe certain tests that they word a certain way. If you tell them I'm having headaches, 
and being a woman left or right arm pain on and off with chest pain too, then they'll do an EKG. And I've had problems where I have a lot of headaches only on the one side, then they'll do a cried sinus ultrasound. You have to give them the right, if you don't give them the right wording, they can't put in their soap notes, the insurance company approves that test. That's the feedback loop. You gotta play the game. Oh yeah, I understand. And unfortunately, yeah. now with computers, like before they used to open up a book, and more mm -hmm. history was there. Now it's one screen. That's all it is. And unfortunately, a lot of them don't take the time to have time to go back and go look at all your history. You have to be, you have to be a proactive yeah. patient yeah, to be exactly. an advocate for yourself yeah. going, hey, here's my history. If you, and I, I, we just, we just talked before too, and my other, my other talks too. If your doctor will listen to you, get another doctor. Oh, yeah. You have to find someone's going to go, here's my history. This is my first time seeing you. Do you have time to walk through all of it? Yes. If they say no, then let me come back when you have time. Yeah. Doctors, if, they don't listen, if doctors listen to you, they can't diagnose your problem properly. They can't do the right testing, so you waste your time there. Without the right listening for the start off of the doctor, the understanding, you can't get the right diagnosis, get the right treatment. I don't care if it's a chiropractor, optometrist, cardiologist, whoever it might be. You have to find a doctor to listen to you with your problems, not just this pain, what's going on over here, 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 because that affects your whole body. Yeah. A stroke happens because things have been going on for a long time. Yeah. What's someone's lifestyle? Are they diabetic? Have they had injuries in the past? Have they had neck injuries in the past? You have to look at the big picture, not just where the problem might be. That's my soapbox. And I know it's always a time issue too because if I ask two questions, it's one too many. Then you find a different doctor who will actually listen to you. 10, 15 minutes or no, that's not, that's not right. No, it's, not, it's, right. it's average. People put up with it, but they should not put up with it. No. But and you complain to an insurance company, you complain to someone upstairs going, I need to find doctors to listen to this doctor. Because that doctor is a liability to the main company because mm -hmm. they're not listening to the patients. That's, insur that's a company issue where now they get sued. So the people upstairs are going to go, if we don't get sued, let's take care of that patient. Not because of your health, because of being sued. Oh, yeah. So it helps them by knowing that that doctor is efficient. They're, they're a higher risk for that, that company. Maybe Kaiser, uh, Blue Cross, Shield, whoever it is. All right? Yeah, push. It's your health. Oh, I understand. You know? That's what I do. I, I tell them, I just, hey, I want this test done. They go, why? Because I have, I tell them, what's that, what's that required? I Google it. Because I have this, this, and this. Because yeah. Google says I have this and this, this and that test. And then they have to do something. Yes. Problem. Play the game. Yes. Well, yes. I, I'm just. Uh, that makes sense. What he's saying is, is I spent like uh, 50 years, seven hours a day, five days a week, over over a computer. Yeah. A weird posture. You can yeah. have your, have your yeah. two hand like this. I've been retired now for a dozen years, and it's still taking an effort to pay attention. Well, it takes work and, and effort. still watching TV, I have to be careful. That's so why you come every month so I can harass him every time he comes in. Yeah. Okay, that thing is, can you be diligent with your workouts, with your routine? Part of this talk is, like you mentioned, doing them twice a day. Walking 15 minutes, 15 minutes a day where you feel that posture coming backwards, and gate to sitting in a chair all day. I, I have to turn commercials. I have lots of whatever, exercise. Whatever works for you. But can you get enough time with your with, with your environment, your lifestyle, your routine, seven days a week to do enough to counter that balance your body stays here? Say here, what happens when you go here too? Your breathing decreases. If your rest and breathing decreases, does it affect your heart? Does it affect your brain? Does it affect your muscles? Yes. When we keep our body up here, our lungs have a better resting capacity. At that point, your body can actually stay healthier overall. 
all right? Routine, routine, routine. Whatever it may be, five sets, five times, whatever it is, or even 10 times, whatever works for you, find out whatever it is, water bottles or something else, you keep them somewhere so you can see them, I get to do those exercises. They're in front of you every day. I have a roller, I, I use my roller every morning to go right by the couch so the dog, as the dog waits for me, get my exercise done so I can take her for a walk. She knows. I, look, I keep the door open when she can go outside if she wants, but she knows unless I'm ready, she's not going anywhere. <laughs> All right. Anything else? All right. If you want, like I said, if you want one of those papers up here, I can email you if you don't have my email address ready. I have a big list ready of seniors from this group that I said. In about two days, I'll send out the, I would say, look to YouTube, the link to YouTube to get the video again to watch these again, too. All right? Have a good day. Yes. This talks helps you that you can get your neck and shoulders better, more relaxed, less painful, and less stress. You can handle more stress over time and make your body stay relaxed and even sleep better too. All right, so again, we have to stretch, we have to move, we have to watch overall posture over time. And as you do it consciously, over time it will become unconscious, part of your normal posture normal routine of stretching and icing every day. All right, so I hope you enjoyed this talk in the show notes. has links to our podcast, links to overall show notes, and links to overall uh, Facebook page too. Leave comments there if you want to. If not, have a great weekend, great week, and have a good 2020. Talk to you next week, my friends. Have a good day.